0: Uh, We have have a different type of podcast today, so it's not going to be a debate. We've just got four members of the youth cabinet and we're all going to just have a general discussion about how COVID has affected us and young people in general. Um, So the first topic that we're going to talk about is what we've been doing during lockdown. So um, we've got me, I'm Holly, and we've also got Daisy, Harley and Ifat who are all here to talk. So has anyone got any first thoughts about that, what we've been doing during lockdown? A whole load of youth cabinet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, we have been very busy. Yeah, I think there's so many people, especially like a, a lot of young people have been involved in things. They've they've, they've like reached out to their communities. I think oh, most young people I know, regardless of whether they're part of something as official as a youth cabinet, have been actually busy doing things as well as schoolwork and catching up with their friends. But I definitely think we've been a busy bunch. <laughs> yeah, I'd agree with that. I think people... Have a, I think a lot of young people now have a lot more time online so they're being more exposed to a lot of issues and we've got more time to do stuff about it so I think that's one positive that's come out of this. Anyone else? What have you been up to? I mean pretty much the same. To be, I've been doing loads of youth cabinet and that but um, I've been doing a lot of poetry and like you know if you know me I like writing and things like that. Um, I've been doing open mics because everything's usually in London. And because everything's online, I've been able to get involved. So that's really fun. Um, that's been my sort of main entertainment by myself, apart from Youth Cabinet. <laughs> yeah, Harley, you've been up to much? Um, not,
1: not really. Other than other than schoolwork, you know, it's going online in this this um, this academic year has been um, different, to say the least. Because yeah. I was GCSE GCSE year last year, so sitting through that first lockdown era of the pandemic and yeah. not having much to do to going to having lessons every day uh, I said to my cl- my tutor the other week I don't envy the mainstream schools and the, the mainstream year groups that have the lessons day in day out hour after hour because some days I struggle with three uh,
0: yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that leads us quite ne- nicely into our next topic which is um what do you think have been the biggest challenges for young people in lockdown? Yeah, it's difficult. I think it's difficult to answer that because I know some people who have really struggled with mental health, like really struggled and haven't been able to get involved with the things they wanted to. But then I also know some people who've really, really thrived um, and miss their family members. So I think it, it depends on your situation. I know there's been a lot with socioeconomic backgrounds as well in terms of how schools are dealing with things, preschool meals. So I think it's quite difficult to answer that. Because there are so many young people yeah yeah for sure I think one that sort of just comes to mind is um like one mental health but also um like not leaving the house because again young people particularly like teenagers like it's kind of like their time to kind of go out have fun make friends make memories but then because they're sort of missing that prime time almost yeah really I think that's different. something I've I've found quite a lot is I feel like I'm missing some very important years of my life and I found that quite hard to deal with and I think that's the same for a lot of young people. Yeah I know like for me as well like I was like as much as like GCSEs like suck like the stuff afterwards that like for example prom I was so looking forward to that and obviously that got cancelled and I was like oh wow but you know that it just sort of happened. yeah.
1: Yeah, it's the the losing of the milestones for for young people, I think, has become, yes, mental health has been a focal point of everything during the pandemic for young people, adults, the elderly, it's it's a societal issue at the moment, um, mental health being so poor due to the pandemic, but there's milestones in everyone's lives, you know, GCSEs last year, we lost our prom, we lost all of that, and we thought, oh, it's okay, it's a year's worth, our year and the A-levels last year, hopefully it'll be better next year. And then the poor yeah. year below us and the year above me suffered the same fate. Yeah. And you think, you realise that the mental health of not only those students, but the years below as well, because you look at what would have been the year nines last year, so the year 10s this year of GCSEs next year, you look at them and you go, how how are they feeling? Because personally yeah, I don't know many people in that year, but that must be a really traumatic year for your own mental health with knowing what's going on, because you've seen two year groups above you have changing and um unstable ways of teaching. Mm. And that year is is pivotal, isn't it, for your GCSE year, because that's your first some schools your first year in GCSE subjects some schools it's your last one before you choose you you choose the right year um, and I think educationally it's been a big challenge for young people but I think there are there are more challenges that aren't just educational that have happened because of that
0: yeah but
1: your mental health ties very much into that I think personally
0: has the pandemic made you change your mind about your future plans because I'm still in year so I'm in year 11 this year so I think it hasn't made me sort of change because I've never had a solid idea what I've wanted to do yeah. but it sort of helped me kind of think about it and let me kind of decide or get some kind of idea mm-hmm. um, for example like so now I'm choosing what sixth form slash college I want to go to yeah. I'm very very conflicted but um, it was things that were going to come up eventually but I've started to take it more seriously almost yeah I think um it's 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 affected me quite a lot because this is my A-level year so um well first of all I was planning on going traveling this summer which I think realistically is probably not going to happen and even if I was allowed to I don't think I'd be comfortable doing that this summer um but also with uni um it's still I'm still not dead set sure that I want to go to uni this year now where whereas before the pandemic I was definitely going to go straight away not going to have a gap year or anything but I am worried about missing out on a lot of like the uni experience and I think that's quite a big that's quite a common concern among my year group I think but yeah I, yeah. I kind of want to echo that kind of from both sides obviously I'm in year 12 now again <laughs> um, and you know last year you would have asked me i probably had a completely different plan i know i had a different plan i completely changed kind of subjects things like that and i've really i'm really grateful for that because this lockdown has kind of made me realize exactly what i want to do in a way that obviously i have a certain plan but i thought about all of the subjects i might have considered in the past and realized that sometimes life doesn't quite go the way it should and sometimes your plans don't always follow through so you do and it sounds so cheesy but you've actually just got to do what you love like it doesn't matter about yeah. I know a lot of schools kind of drum in job prospects and whether it's a viable degree if that's what you're going to do and it, I, it, in the end it doesn't matter and I think a lot of students have had that they've just kind of gone I'm just going to do it because I've been stuck inside and I've not been able to do anything so I'm actually going to do something I love and I think I'm definitely on that side of kind of pushing myself out there and being like I'm just going to do it and I'm going to do it now what have you missed most during lockdown? I'm going to kind of put it out there. So um, I haven't been back to Sri Lanka in quite some time and I've got loads and loads of family there and I'm missing them tremendously. Oh. Uh, we were supposed to go in 2020. Obviously that did not Um And it's been like three years, probably going to be like five years since I've seen everyone. And yeah, and I'm missing them because I've got loads and loads of family back there. I used to live there. So I'm missing that. That's what my biggest personally. Personal touch. I just miss hugging people. Yeah. Um, So I know everyone says that, but I moved school during the pandemic and I met all of these new people, and all of a sudden, you weren't allowed to go near them. Yeah. I genuinely I miss hugging my old friends I miss hugging new people I think it's such an important Mm. part of meeting people I know some people aren't aren't really touchy and that's completely fine but I think when that is an intrinsic part of the way that you communicate it's really difficult to form those connections without it sometimes so that I can't wait to give everyone a hug (laughs) yeah I think as well just meeting people in general like I think people forget about how many people we used to meet on a daily basis or on a weekly basis whereas now I don't think I've met a new person in about six months, at least. <laughs> yeah, i am with you.
1: Yeah. 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 You, you, well, we look at it uh, as Youth Cab reps and uh, members. Mm. Youth Cabinet hasn't met with this new cohort in person, have we? Because we yeah. had our... Yeah, we had our training
0: day and then it was locked <laughs> we, we
1: Yeah, we had our elections in March and then the first proper meeting was in April.
0: No, the first meeting was in March, it. and then we went
1: into lockdown at the end of March. Yes. Yeah, so you think about it's that, been... and the amount of work we've done online and virtually has been amazing, but what I do miss is the fact that we're in a room, because yeah, in, in the pre- in previous years we've been in a room, we've been, do- been doing the work all yeah. together, all collectively, and it's a really nice atmosphere, and we still have that atmosphere online, but it's not the same, is it?
0: it's it's obviously going to be a bit more jilted as well because it's all online and zoom is a bit dodgy sometimes oh
1: we've got to love zoom haven't we
0: yeah (laughs) and i also find that um because i love working with people but on like the positive aspect i feel like we've done more on zoom because yeah it's easier to kind of because obviously i live in crawley so going all the way to like chichester which is where we were supposed to have our meetings it's like about an hour a little bit longer to get there so and i hate traveling not gonna lie so (laughs) i'm quite happy that they're online in that aspect what have your experience of online learning been really good really i feel really lucky about that because i know a lot of people don't have that but i'm yeah really good i think well The second half of online learning has definitely been brilliant. It's very committed. I think once schools, a lot of schools found their feet. I know a lot of schools haven't had the opportunity to, and I don't think that's of any fault of their own. I think a lot of it is down to the external factors, but really good. Like my teachers seem to be really considerate about the fact that we are sitting on a screen for up to eight hours a day. So yeah, I'm I'm happy with it. Yeah. (laughs) I think I'd agree with that. I think this year's lockdown learning has been a lot better than March to July last year, because a lot of that was just here's an email do it yourself whereas this year is is more live lessons and actually teacher contact which is good I think a lot of people are still finding it very hard to concentrate and I'm definitely one of those people but um, as, as Daisy said it's like I think teachers have been absolutely amazing through this and um, one of my family members is a teacher and just seeing how much more work that they're doing this year because it's so much harder for them and I think they're doing such a fantastic job and they're not getting enough credit for it. I think I'm as much as I like online learning and live lessons I kind of hate it in the sense that I don't get to have that proper kind of connection almost like yeah and I get so like like Holly said I get so easily distracted I'll be like I shouldn't be on my phone but I like TikTok. <laughs> yeah, it's like no one's gonna stop me <laughs> yeah. Yeah and it's so bad but at the same time it's just so hard not to Mm. just like to concentrate and all of that so that's my kind of negative but Mm. I like I'm happy they're doing Zooms more frequently because I think I learn more on Zooms and because sometimes they do make us do it by ourselves and I don't really do much because I'm like I do the bare minimum and it's not the best thing in the world but it's also quite
1: hard mm. to do it right almost yeah yeah I, I i agree with all of you i think online learning has been has been a challenge for many but it's yeah. been a oh how, how would you say it's been a success? it it's been a success in the many as well because mm. yes there, there is a socioeconomic economic indifference in the access to internet and yeah. many external factors that um will affect a student's ability to learn at home, but schools have done their best. Learning has drastically improved from where it was talking to other people from where it was in March in online learning. I don't think it's been, I think it's been, um, for me personally starting in September, it's been an amazing experience. And my school, my school, they know who they are. Congratulations to them because I'm very impressed with in how they've done it.
0: I think that's, yeah, I agree with all of that. Um, what has been the worst thing about the pandemic for you? A lot. That's a difficult one. Yeah, I think for me, it's just not being able to see my friends, not being able to like have new social connections and interactions. And yeah, I found that very challenging. I definitely think there have been a lot of days, especially in the second lockdown, funnily enough, I think where I've woken up and i didn't get to sleep until really late because there doesn't seem to be anything to really get up early for and i kind of just lie there and you just think what really like not in a horrid way but what really is the point like every single day is just the same and it it sounds really horrid but i think it's such a normalized thought now like sometimes i will just when we talk about online school there have been definitely been days when i've been sitting on a, a, an a level lesson and just closed my laptop and just not been able to do it because it's too much and i think the noise of of lockdown because it is so quiet because everything has stopped having so much focus on certain things such as school and things like that can seem so much noisier and it seems so much more overwhelming and i think i've i've really struggled with that kind of making sure that i i set boundaries and limits myself so i don't overwork so i actually sleep so i don't worry and i know i've definitely struggled with that and i'm sure quite a few other people have my sleeping pattern is like it's not even a pattern anymore yeah it's just whatever whenever I feel like it because I've never been one to take naps during the day but I get so bored that I have a nap like, for that, is, to do. that is like the extent of boredom I've gotten to and I have a nap and then I can't sleep and if I have a nap my sleep is terrible yeah. or I stay up so late because I'm I don't know because I have nothing to do so I just stay up late yeah and then I'll wake up late or I wake up super early and then hate being up early because there's nothing to do
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah yeah I uh I used to have an alarm for every day I got up for school or sixth <laughs>
0: yeah. form alarm
1: stays on for Monday and Tuesday why those two days because they're the only two days we have tutor the other days oh. nine o'clock minimum
0: <laughs> yeah no I'm I'm quite it's, it's bad because I'm still going to bed really late but then I have to get up early like six days a week because I've either got early lessons or I'm at work so <laughs> I think that's kind of keeping me in a cycle but not really <laughs> quite a negative note there but the next one is have there been any positives that you found from lockdown and the pandemic in general i mean i guess like i said earlier because there's more opportunities online because mm. like i said most of the things i like to do are in up in london that's not usually yeah. viable but because uh online i can like partake and yeah myself a bit.
1: i think it's brought communities together a lot as well
0: no, I was just gonna say, I think especially in the first lockdown, I feel like people in general were so kind to each other. And I, I just found it a lot more community feeling. I'm not really getting it as much with this lockdown, but I think especially in the first one, it was really quite nice to just see how everyone came together to support each other. I mean, I've, I I've found it really, really useful. I think I'm really proud of the Youth Cabinet. Like, I know we keep coming back to that, but we have done such an extraordinary job. And every single time I come off a meeting, and whether that's a, a full Cabinet meeting or things like this, or we did, like, webinars, and I just think oh, none of this would have been possible... Had it not been for COVID in the same way. And as much as I, I can't say I'm a fan of COVID, um, I can't say I'm not a fan of the opportunities. Like if that's said that it's raised, I think I, like so many people I know who have had books on their shelves, that they've bought and they're going to go, like, I'm going to read this, they've read them. And I think it's kind of that similar thing. People are getting a momentum, we're doing things. Things, we're reading things we're writing things like I know in fact you're you're quite a prof- prolific writer and you like you do um speech and things like that and I've seen you doing it so much more and it's brilliant it's brilliant to see because I think people are really engaging with that part of themselves that wants to do all of these things but have never had the time or the opportunity to do them so I, I do think that's really really positive.
1: I, I don't know whether the uh the listeners can um know by how we've said but we uh represent the youth cabinet if if they do that it's like a baby <laughs> just in case we hadn't plug plugged safe. it in
0: <laughs> have your behaviours changed because of the pandemic and lockdown and everything? Yeah, because like I'm arguing my sisters more. Um, <laughs> not like we never argued before. It's probably just proportional to how much time you are spending together. Yeah, yeah. yeah probably. Yeah, um, yeah. I feel like I'm also not talking to my friends as much. I feel like I should, but at the same time, I feel like I'm busy doing nothing. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I'm mm. like like mm. i feel like everyone's kind of on their own path doing their own things and honestly i kind of forget to reach out to people considering the amount of time i feel like i should but <laughs> yeah i think that's what i want to do more talk to my friends and things yeah i think that's quite common for a lot of people i think as as a whole we've all got very bad at replying
1: <laughs> yeah it's funny that people we we have less to do and yet we become um more relaxed on on communication and i know i I know that sort of contradicts what i said earlier about communities coming together but in the same in the same vein people we are we are social creatures and Mm. we we um we we live for social contact but at a certain point it becomes a monotonous routine where people Mm. will certainly distance themselves and i think we've come to that I think we've come to that during during the pandemic because we all yeah. got very close. We all ha- we all saw that it was very popular on social media that neighbors would bring down a fence and put a table in between, which I think is an amazing idea, personally.
0: Yeah, that's like, not,
1: like not... <laughs> quite a few places, and you see that people aren't meeting up at that table in in their garden, so to speak, as often to use that as an. Yeah,
0: option. I think a lot of it is we we were used to having a mixture of like online and in-person relationships and now that it's all online I think that's a lot harder to maintain
1: yeah. um,
0: so we're all feeling a bit more distant I think. yeah I think it's really really difficult to you know when you when you're talking to people to really understand it in a way I don't know how to explain it but do you know when you're you're with people like say you're I don't know at a party I know a lot of people and you're kind of sitting around you're all having a chat on the sofa and you just feel yeah. so there like you feel yeah. so immersed in that environment you feel as if oh like when you're sitting at school and you're talking to your friends and it just I don't think it's always the same on text and I think no matter how much you might love someone as a friend or otherwise sometimes I think you do get to a point in conversations when you're just kind of like I really want to talk to you but I don't want to talk to you like this anymore like I've had yeah. a- this and I'm just going to turn off now and I don't think that's bad and I don't think it's a lack of love I think I think it's just it, it gets a bit much and it's- I think it's, it's also to do with just like running out of things to talk about because yeah. nothing's happening <laughs> So it's just the same conversation every day.
1: <laughs> How are you? Yeah, I'm right, good. You? Okay, yeah. All right, all right. All right speak to you tomorrow. Type <laughs>
0: yeah. I think also, um, like, this is so British, but the weather? Yes. The weather is trash now. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's raining all the time, and it's always so dark and dull. And then, yeah. I don't know, like, your mood just kind of goes, like, super, like, down. And yeah. I don't know, like, I just feel like, like even normally like when the weather's like kind of gray you just kind of like I don't really want to go to school today like that kind of vibe mm-hmm. when it's when you are going to school and now that you're at home you're just like I don't really want to do work now you just I don't know whether that's just me but <laughs> I, <see laughs> weather, I think weather, we all feel that and when the weather's like so bad I'm just like yeah yeah so our next point um is is there anything that has happened because of the pandemic um that you'll carry on doing once lockdown's over online i think webinars and paper sessions and uh, I, I don't we keep bringing up the youth cabinet but it is a good example i think yeah. I like calling my friends over zoom sometimes and things like that i think it's a really nice way yeah. to friends who live like far apart to all get together for quizzes and things like that. yeah I think that definitely keep keep like not all communication, hopefully, um online, but also keep webinars there because I've I've learned so much through going to webinars and taster sessions mm-hmm. like this lockdown and I think it's really useful. Yeah, I think my one is wearing a mask. I think even when we don't have to, I think I'll still be wearing a mask on the train. Because when you think about it, it's disgusting. Like <laughs> there's so many germs on there, not just COVID germs, but like all kinds of germs. I just think it's so much nicer to wear a mask. So I think I'll carry that on even when we don't have to. (laughs) Well,
1: that's been a norm, hasn't it, in other parts of the world for quite a few years pre-Covid anyway. And I think that will happen. I think you're right, Holly. I think a lot of people are going to be in that that same mindset. And um, it will become a norm to the point that people have had to wear them for so long in in enclosed spaces that I think people will just wear them out of sorts of habit as well.
0: Mm. What are you looking forward to once lockdown finishes? School. Just whether that's uni or normal school or... Hopefully not uni because that's (laughs) a year for you. Yeah, but whatever whatever it is, I, I... I think just the whole the whole system I miss seeing my teacher yeah. I miss seeing people I don't even know in the hallway like I miss passing year sevens who are like four foot and yeah. wondering how I used to be that I, I all of those really small intricacies mm. of being at school especially I think when you're in the older years you kind of we are as much as we're talking about kind of milestones. So we're missing out on that time of being in that age of noticing those things and I really mm. I just miss it I miss noticing th- noticing those things. I know because I like at the same I feel like I'm growing up like I'm 15 okay I'm 15 <laughs> I'm still very young but at the same time I feel like I'm missing out on so much I feel like I'm growing up even fast because I feel like this generation is growing up fast anyway yeah but mm. just faster because we're in lockdown so when I go back so after the first lockdown when I went back to school everyone was like so tall and I was like how? And I feel, <laughs> when like, did this happen? <laughs> yeah like and like, I felt I felt like the same high I'm, I'm still <laughs> I'm still 5'2 but <laughs> I feel like that's gonna happen again because I feel like I haven't seen so many and it's not like like a lot of the people like for example in some lessons you don't really talk to you talk to them in lesson but you're not really friends outside of it but I, I miss that just talking in lessons and mm. that kind of thing as well. Yeah, I read an article about like um, casual relationships and how that's that's like a big thing that people are missing that no one's really talking about. And I I really agree with that. It's all the li- like the little interactions you have with people that you're not really friends with, but you still yeah, miss yeah. that. I think. Yeah.
1: Um, I I think my my main looking forward to is is going back to some sort of in quotation marks normality. Mm. Um, be be. It, um, communication with people um, physically or yeah. education in a physical environment. I think it's just going back to how certain things used to be. We know it's not going to be the same. We we've all come to accept that. Uh, I think, yeah. but there there are pieces that people are missing more and more. So your communication, your 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 touch, for example, you know the pe the people that you currently come anywhere near to touching are people in your household. Yeah. And that's when you actually think about how much you touched people with a handshake or a hug mm. or I don't know, just a greeting. Yeah. You think about that pre-Covid, you did that quite a lot, you know? We, yeah. We'd go to meetings in Youth YouthCub last year, we'd have a guest rock up. At least one of us would have gone and said hello.
0: Usually
1: you. Yeah. <laughs> Usually, yeah, true. <laughs> but there we go
0: um <laughs> things like conversations on the train like I know a lot of us get the train but do you know yeah. when you're sitting in a booth and there's like someone else like across the booth from you and they kind of you and you're kind of like oh hi like, I have not had a conversation with anyone on the train people just are scared of each other it's yeah so, it's not you, funny you cough like, on the train people look yeah, at you <laughs> they fully yeah. move and it's not funny but it's just everyone moves away from one another and I really miss knowing people on the train yeah I get the same train I just don't speak to those people because you're not really part of their bubble yeah I think also this is quite random but it's kind of popped up but like dressing up like I know yeah. I know this aren't like I watch, tr- like, sometimes I feel like dressing up really cute for a Zoom and then be like, okay, cool, but I won't do it every day because I'm like, well, I'm at home and yeah. I want to be comfortable, but I miss kind of dressing up cute and being like, you know, I'm going to town ta- like, trust me, when lockdown's over, I'm going to be dressing up everywhere. I'm going to be like, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, what? just dressed for, like, a club every day. That's my plan yeah. uh, Same. No, I really miss that as well, actually. How, how are you feeling about the future? Nervous.
1: Optimistic.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'd say cautiously <laughs> optimistic. Yeah. Cuz I, I think it's bad right now and it's probably going to be bad for quite a bit longer, but the end is in sight and we're going to get back to some 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 form of almost normality at some point. I'm definitely cautious of the time we've had within lockdown has given a lot more opportunity for technology to grow and I know some people absolutely love like the the spike in social media and all of this kind of idea of all this technology and all of this research that's gone into how to merge more technology into our lives but I think it really scares me as well that we're going to become so reliant on technology that we forget or we don't have to do a lot of the things that we used to do so as much as I'm happy Covid will be over I'm a bit scared of what will come after Covid what are the kind of things that we're going to think are normal then like going on TikTok all the time I know a lot of people love this but I think that that isn't normal in our everyday lives before um, Covid I don't think many people would have done that with their time and it's just how we're going to readjust I think that scares me a bit. I'm also scared of sort of my personal future almost in the sense Mm. like Uni, uh like if I choose to go, again, I'm still in year 11, but like <laughs> where I would go to, like a sixth form or like things like that scare me because, again, because so I've had like six form interviews and things like that. And I still don't know where I want to go because I've not had a chance to go to different six forms, have a look around, see whether I vibe with it because I don't know how it's going to be. It's so different to seeing like one or two people talk about it or seeing like photos and you actually being on like their campus and sort of understanding how it's like and I'm kind of nervous because I again like I'm so conflicted on where I want to go yeah. yeah I'm having the exact same thing I'm having to pick unis that I've never been to it's so hard so, it's um, really cool. also because a lot of the unis are like halfway across the country to in cities that I've never been to yeah. um, and I've never seen the accommodation I've never seen the campus and I'm signing up to spend four years of my life there and that's really scary yeah. um, yeah, um, and I think I think it's more scary for you as well because you're traveling so far to get there. So if you don't, hope hopefully you'll love it. But if you don't like it or you're not, I don't know feeling it or whatever, it's a very hard thing to um, come back. Almost. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I I don't know how I don't know how your your year group are doing that. It's that sounds really scary to me. Yeah.
0: I um, feel like I genuinely yeah. feel for like the year uh, teams it is a yeah. tricky yeah uh, but i think it's it's been tricky again,
1: for everybody yeah yeah and i i think that people will get through it and i think that because of because of technology having such a, a massive growth during the pandemic i think you'll have you may have the potential to have more of a communication to those unis especially the ones that are further away you may yeah. not get the tours and the physical um contact and physical conversations but you might get more of a connection through an email to someone or through a a zoom to someone
0: also there's always the opportunity and no one ever talks about it especially when you're applying to uni and sick form is you can move yeah (laughs) transfer you can take a year out i know that really freaks some people out but, you know, it's life. Sometimes those things happen. Sometimes things aren't right. And as much as we might not like the idea of it, if something isn't right, you can change it. And that is every single situation. Yeah. I mean, it's really important to tell young people that if you don't like your sick form. If you don't like your uni, if you don't like your course, it's OK. You have time. <laughs> you can change it. <laughs> yeah, I think it's, it's interesting seeing how each year group has had a completely different experience. Like my year group has had a completely different experience to your year group who have missed your GCSEs um but also like the really young ones i think that's that's Mm. quite worrying because they'll have missed out on a lot of learning how to interact Mm. i I, i'm quite worried about that in the future i think it'll be interesting to see how that affects that year group um also children who aren't in school like three four year olds like technically those are kind of like the years where you start learning how to like talk to new people meet new people make friends Those kids are like growing up, going to school. Like, how are they going to like go into school and like make friends super late as mm. well? Because like yeah, I think it it'll be hard to like teach them what's appropriate and what's not when they've grown up in this world where you're not allowed within two meters of anybody. It'll be hard to then say this is okay, this isn't okay. Yeah, and I think that's that's quite concerning but which got-
1: was quite concerning for me personally when i went into school anyway so, I- <laughs> uh,
0: so yeah. got a couple more um questions so um why do you think it's important to stay at home during lockdown covid is out there <laughs> yeah it's, it's killed a hundred thousand people yeah like our has had it the worst in the world mm. if you're not seeing the issue of all of these deaths, all of these people losing loved ones. I'm going to say you're really selfish if you're not applying the rules. Yeah. Like like, genuine honesty, and I hate being kind of mean to people and all of that but if you're not doing it when you can be doing it and you're voluntarily not I feel like it's a very selfish thing. Especially when it's during a strict lockdown period because that is when it's worst like at the moment or a couple of weeks ago at least cases were so so bad and I think if you're going out at that time especially I think that's that's a bit selfish like also like I see people in my year who are like do like going out and like meeting up people and I'm just like are you serious right now like there are like because I know people who are literally dying, like like I know a couple of people who have passed away. Yeah. They couldn't have proper funerals, they couldn't meet their loved ones before they went, they couldn't say a proper goodbye. And for you to be doing all of this and like treating it like normal, I'm just like really you couldn't wait, you couldn't wait a couple months, maybe even until next year, you couldn't have put off that trip that trip or that party for a little bit longer and influencers aren't helping either with that at all you know, this is that that really annoys me is the the influencers who are i'm doing essential work
1: that's a whole nother topic i'm sure yeah. a whole nother discussion we that, could be that, at that point. But, but it's it's one of those things every every action has a has a consequence and a, a, a reaction and that may not that may not directly impact yourself so if I went out and broke lockdown restrictions I may have had COVID I, I don't let's just put it out there I do not have COVID <laughs> and I haven't had COVID but to your knowledge I've, to my knowledge no yeah. hypothetically if I went out I could have given COVID to someone else and that could impact their family
0: mm-hmm.
1: it may I won't know about that necessarily yeah. I mean everyone needs to think that if you go out you could be potentially critically harming someone else. And I think that's where that's where the issue hits with me when people don't follow the lockdown restrictions because you think about the amount of elderly people that, that are in society and you think about the amount of people that have carers and you think about the amount of people that have family a family member that goes into care for them and they all have households, they all have families, they all have lives and you don't want to impact that, especially when the numbers are so high and especially when the... When the virus is so it's so prevalent in the world, you don't want to have that on your conscience.
0: Have you followed the rules during lockdown, and why have you followed them
1: for, for the reasons I've just said
0: yeah, yeah. i like I try to go on walks for like daily exercise, but even that I do it very like i like I probably should go on my walks more often because i'm i' I've, I've literally not left the house in like a month it's um, it's, it's like not even for a walk it's like <laughs> terrible but at the same time it's because I'm scared of harming myself my family but also other people yeah I've been following them as best as possible definitely I think especially going to school I saw the amount not even just going to school but you know when when trains weren't weren't kind of technically shut so many people didn't wear their mask and it's so simple it's so simple to wear your mask in a supermarket or when you're getting on a train or if you know if you're meeting up with a friend and I understand that one-on-one you're allowed to it's legal do it but do it properly. Keep that distance. Make so, sure that you're both being responsible. If you, if it makes you feel more comfortable, both wear a mask. It's okay and it's normal. It's just small things that really, really do amount to a lot.
1: And, and we're not, we're not by any means saying that if you have any a um, reason as to why that is um, shown up on the government website and is one of the reasons why you don't have to wear a mask in indoor spaces, we are not saying that you have to if you have a medical or a reason as to why not this is not us saying that everyone has to follow this because there are some people that there are a small list of people in society that that don't but follow the rules and follow the restrictions that best satisfy the country as a whole
0: and i think that that is also makes it even more important for those of us who can wear masks to wear them because not everyone can and you're not only protecting yourself you're protecting everybody else especially the people that can't protect themselves yeah and there is such a small list of people who can't wear a mask and I think if you're just you know I know a lot of people who go oh well actually I can't wear a mask like I'm I'm restricted from it when they're not and they're taking advantage of that opportunity and they're taking advantage of you know it's not it's not an opportunity it's not necessarily a good thing all the time a lot of people have have adverse reasons as to why they can't wear masks some people really can't deal with it it don't take advantage of other people's weaknesses in some cases. And I think that that really is something to do with the ethos around COVID. If you can do your bit, do your bit. If you can't, at least encourage other people to do your bit for you. I think it's just kind of that that community we have to form, even if we don't know people, tell people to put their masks on. If they tell you that they can't, accept that and move on. It's that kind of communication. Also wear it properly. Like, don't have... (laughs) like when school when we still had school and people were wearing their masks but it would be like under venice I'm just like just wear it properly like yeah it's really it's really not that big of an ask yeah Yeah. like like the simplest things people take advantage of I find it so like heartbreaking almost like could you not have you know like like, a little bit for other people or even for yourself it is for your benefit at the end of the day yeah so our our final question now um have you got any recommendations for people who are struggling in lockdown at the moment
1: keep communication open with people communication is key in almost all aspects of life
0: and remind yourself that there is a life afterwards like there there are hugs around the corner and there are you know if if you're into reading you can go into libraries again you can get the train to your family and friends if you're going to uni you know maybe it'll be a bit odd but it will get better just constantly maybe getting up and I know everyone's on this kind of affirmations wall path but (laughs) uh, maybe do get up and just say it's really bad today it feels really awful but do you know what it's going to be better and one day I'm going to sit at a coffee table with one of my friends in a cafe where I'm close to other people and it's going to be okay and it's going to be comfortable and I'm going to be okay and I think it's just important to really ingrain that that this isn't forever it won't be forever and it will move on yeah I think my my advice would be don't don't beat yourself up if you're not doing the best at everything like it's not the end of the world if you're not getting the top grades at the moment or if you're not achieving everything you want to be achieving because you've been dealing with this for a year almost and it's been hard it's been really hard for everybody so the fact that you're here and the fact that you've got through it is amazing in itself so it's really not the end of the world if you're not doing the best at everything for sure and they just like to second that as well like I feel like as soon as we go back schools are going to be really hard on students like because that's what school is trying to educate you so I genuinely think they're going to be rather hard on like you guys have missed so much work you guys need to catch up but i think it's also important to remember as like if there's any teachers or anything watching this as well like don't be so hard on your students you like you know like do understand we have missed so much and so have you like you know we've all missed so much of our life like a year and a half definitely. yeah i think that's all that's all really good advice so i think we're going to wrap it up there um thank you all for your contributions it's all been it's been a really good discussion i think um and i know a lot of people are feeling the same things that we're feeling um and everyone who's listening thank you i hope you've enjoyed it and it's helped you think more positively about what's to come and what's been happening so thank you, all. Definitely. Thank you. <laughs>